baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, Brewer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We uh, just joined up with CBS Sports Network about uh, 10 minutes ago because we had this USA women's field hockey game on, which we now have become uh, like big fans of the team and we're into it. I didn't know what was going on, but just watching it while we were doing the show, we now feel a part of this. So congratulations yes. to them. And they do qualify for the Paris Olympics coming up uh, in, uh, I guess, in August, right? That is right. And I was going to go to the coal, uh, Myers in North Carolina. but uh, uh, go, go to Myers. She's well, probably... She's, that's all right. All right. Uh, Myers, what's going on? How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Great, Myers. How are you? I'm doing great. So excited that the U.S. Women's National Field Hockey Team just qualified for the Olympics in Paris this summer. Yeah, that is great. Were you watching on CBS Sports Network? Of course I was. Nice. Did you play field hockey? Do you have a daughter that plays field hockey? I play field hockey, and my roommate is on the team, Danielle Grega, number four. Oh, great. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, we got caught up in it because in our studio here, we have the monitor, so we can see what's on CBS Sports Network as we are preempted. And, you know, it sounds funny that we would be preempted by field hockey, but when you watch the game and you watch how hard the girls play, you know, you got to appreciate that. You got you to appreciate the way that the game looked. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. All right. Okay, Myers. Myers. Thank you. Yeah. Her roommate on the team, number four, pretty good. Uh, so congratulations to them. They will be uh, in the Olympics. All right, I wanted to read you this. You remember Mark Chamora? Yes, the uh, tight end from the Green Bay Packers. That's right. So he's on the radio in Milwaukee now doing sports <clears throat> talk. And he threw this out there yesterday. He goes, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but a 15-yard penalty, and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs, a 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing as long as it is worth it. So essentially is what he's saying is if you get that 15-yard penalty on hitting Brock Purdy late or going helmet to helmet, you take the 15-yard penalty if you knock him out of the game like he was knocked out of the game for other reasons last year, and that 49ers team fell completely apart in the NFC Championship Well, this game. year they got Sam Darnold. Uh, you know what you could also say, hey, Chase Young, take that 15 yards and knock the crap out of Jordan Love. You could do it the other way as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, yes. you know, I mean, I think that's always the in the back of the defenders' minds in the game. I, they don't certainly want to hurt somebody. You saw what happened with Sam, and not Sam Laporta, Higby, yeah. the tight end from the Rams. He got drilled around the legs. And it was Kirby, who was the defensive back, who did that. And, of course, Matthew Stafford was mic'd up for the game. And he was all over Kirby, that defensive back. And, of course, Dan Campbell is going to come to the, uh, you know, to the uh, support of his player and said, you know, it was a legal hit. He kept his head up. You know, but the guys don't want to get hit down by the knees. They want to get hit in the chest area. They don't want to get hit in the head. But they certainly don't want to get hit in the knees because now Higby's probably going to be out for 10 games next year. Yeah, I know. And this is a fine line, I think, that you have – Chamora, who is going back and forth on this, like, I don't condone this, but I kind of do. I don't condone this. Where it's like, all right, 
you know how important it is for a franchise to win a playoff game, get to a championship game, get to a Super Bowl. It solidifies jobs. It gets contracts. As head coaches get more money, everybody is everybody's just you know basking in the glow when you win. And you know that if you knock a guy out, especially when you look at the numbers with the 49ers, and you say, man, they win when those three guys are healthy, Samuel McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. Their record without them is totally different. You knock one of them out, and you say, man, if I could just knock that guy out. How about knocking Jordan Love out? Well, yeah, same thing. Yeah. But but just, I'm just talking from a general standpoint now. But then again, as you have told me, you say, I thought this was a brotherhood, you know, when John Randall was going after your knees. Yeah. So this is why I think former players, and Mark Tremor is an offensive player, was an offensive player, but former players struggle with this because they know when you be on a, you're on a championship team, like that elevates your career. You make those big plays. You get these opportunities to play in playoff games. It changes everything. But you also wouldn't want that same thing happening to you. You know? Of course you wouldn't. And, you know, yes, it is controversial that he just said that because he is advocating somebody to take a penalty. To hurt would be somebody. To hurt somebody, yeah. yes. So, yeah, that kind of m- mindset, you know, what, what, do you, what do you want me to say? It's idiotic. See, I don't. I get what he's saying, but it's also it's, like it's, maybe it's, he puts his own quarterback in peril. Right? It's 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 Neanderthal meatheadish. I agree with that. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, I don't think it's that far off from what some of these players think. I think they want to leave. A, I think they want to leave a mark. And as the great Al Davis once said, the the other team's quarterback must go down and must go down hard. That's right. And that was a, you know the seventies. He probably said that. Yeah. Which is uh, obviously different. Jack Tatum running around and all the craziness that I happened. Got, I played the Raiders in L.A. and I got knocked out of the game. <clears throat> and uh, you know the Bengals didn't have the, the doctors on the on the on the trip. I don't think because they didn't want to spend the money or something. I'm not really sure. So I go into the training room and the L.A. Raiders doctor comes in and says, "You're out of the game." <laughs> Why? Uh, Why am I out of the game? Well, because you're spitting up blood. I said, "So what?" I guess I don't. I don't feel any like internal problems. I can breathe. Everything's fine. Maybe it's just coming from a bruise or something. I don't know. Because we're well, not going back in the game. And this is where my backup at the time was a kid by the name of Eric Wilhelm out of Oregon State, and he was a lefty and a blonde-headed kid like me, but he was young. He was a rookie, and he got under center. And the great Howie Long, as this kid started to call the signals, stood up right in the middle of the play and said. Who the hell's paperboy is playing quarterback? <laughs> and poor Eric Wilhelm had to deal with that nonsense from those Raiders. Oh, I'm sure. And that was not like, I mean, every any team he'd be playing, I'm sure they'd be all over his ass, you know? Yeah, but that was the point. So they want you want to cut the head of the snake off. Yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. you want to do, and that's what Chamora is talking about. Now, I mean, but was like, Chamora the one with Brett Favre? Uh, who was the one, like, was in the hot tubs and all that stuff? When they were like a Green Bay Packer tight end that was... I don't think it was him. I'm not. Maybe it was him. I'm not sure. Uh, Mark Chamura. All right. Do you know if there's a controversy with Mark Chamura or not? Yes, I. Yes, you do know. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it right? Yeah, there was uh, him and his babysitter at the time back when he was still playing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that came up right away in Google, and I. Yeah. So it was Mark Chamura, Brock Purdy. Mark Chamura babysitter was the next thing that came up in Google. Okay. So is that what you were thinking of? I think that's what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, it involved his babysitter in a hot tub. Like back in uh, 2000. No, it had to be because I remember I was in Tampa at the time. So it had to be 
like 98, Eight, 99. Nine. Yeah, it looks like it's 2001. Really? That he was acquitted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he was acquitted in 2001. So, And then his career ended there, right, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. So they, now he's doing sports talk out there. I wonder if when people get mad at him, do they bring that up? Where's the babysitter? <laughs> I'm sure uh, they do. I'm sure uh, they do. Uh, let's go to Tim in Westchester. What's going on, Tim? Hey, fellas. Um, so just so based off your comment, I remember when, you know, in the season, the Giants were playing well. Tommy DeVito was on a roll. Everybody thought they were, at least from around here, were going to go down to New Orleans and, you know, play a pretty good game. The Saints have that reputation from, you know, way back of being rough with, you know, on the defensive end. I think that, you know, if they were smart, they were probably coming out saying, hey, you know, Tommy DeVito with the whole Italiano, you know, Paisan thing, you know, let's go, you know, let's go knock him on his ass. And, and sure enough, he goes out for that one little um, that scramble and got lit up. Right, he you know he hit his head off the ground, had to go out of the game for a little while. So, you know, I think I think it's definitely um, you know if, if you're on defense and you know that one player has such an impact, you're it's a, it's a you know it's a tough sport. You got to go go hit him hard. But I, I, you know, obviously don't advocate for advocate for someone you know get a concussion or tear an ACL. But if you know that's I think it's got to be part of the game plan. Go you know go really hit him hard. Well, especially when he becomes a runner, right, Tim? I mean, when the quarterback decides to run, he becomes a runner, and he's it's fair game. Yeah, I mean, that's a different story. As the great coach Cower always says, you have to impose your will, yeah, and yeah. that's what he's talking about. Like you got to hit him hard. You got to run hard. You got to run. You know, the whole north and north and south thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that kind of thing. You know, when they're doing the games, he runs north and south. You know, okay. Actually, they. They do run north and south. You know why, don't you? Because of the sun or something? Because the fields are not east and west. That's right, yeah. yeah. So the point being is running straight downhill, plant your foot, and go. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. That just came out of me. I know. I like, know, man. It was great. You're all fired up, man. It's divisional weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff's out in California. is now on the fan. What's going on, Jeff? How you doing? Good. What's uh, up, man? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, I was, I've always been wondering, or I've always wondered why uh, defenses do not tackle Lamar Jackson when he uh, hands the ball off and runs down the line a little bit like he's got the ball. Why don't they try and tackle him? Um, when he has the ball or when he doesn't have the it's ball? A, it's a run-pass option he's talking about. Yeah, I know, but he's saying, was it with the fake or when he actually keeps the ball? With the fake. Okay. Yeah, with the with the fake. And you Without can go and hit ball. him at that point. Yeah, in other words, he doesn't have the ball, and you're not sure whether or not he has the and ball. You just drill him at that point? You should drill him up. I were a defense, and I would. I would do the same thing. Like, by the way, both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen got away with something in both of these games. Against the Miami Dolphins, Patrick Mahomes, this is where he breaks his helmet at the end of the run. But before that, there's like three guys that don't tackle him because they think he's going to slide. And that's the same thing that Josh Allen did to the Pittsburgh Steelers with that long touchdown run. And remember Kenny Pickett? Last year, yes, where he did the fake slide and then kept running, and they had they changed the rule, right? That they made some sort of in college, yeah, in college. It they, was when he was at at Pitt. Oh, okay, so that wasn't when he was a Steelers. But I would just say you're taking you're taking your life in your own hands. But the problem is then Josh Allen slides, and uh, Miles Jack has already committed to tackling him. Yep, and then they get a flag on him. You know, so maybe that's what Mark Tamora is talking about. 
Yeah, I mean, there there are real opportunities, legal opportunities in games to take shots at these quarterbacks. Well, especially with Josh and Patrick and Lamar. Yeah. Definitely. I, you know, CJ doesn't run much, but he does, you know, he's not, I don't think they're not calling run pass options for him. And Brock Purdy's got to be the hardest guy to get a big hit on because he doesn't run a lot. He gets the ball out so quick. Yep. And he's just, his target is small. He's a loose, he's slippery. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. he's got to be the toughest guy to really level. Who was the defensive back for the Steelers? I think it was Joey Porter Jr. in this past game that got hit from behind by an offensive lineman of the Bills. Like, he was trying to make a tackle. Yeah. And he spun around, and his back was to the offensive lineman that just came flying in mm. and drilled him from behind as he was making a tackle, and there was no penalty called. Right. You know, that that's one of those plays that I'm sure that they're going to be looking at in the offseason saying, this has got to be a penalty. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Boomer and Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this frigid Thursday. Peter Schwartz is in. Jerry Recco sick. He doesn't have the neurovirus. If you were listening yesterday, we thought it was 100%. The neurovirus, not the neurovirus. Jerry Recco has not thrown up, but we still don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, but we have dodged so far that <laughs> neurovirus. Uh, you know Boomer gets it every single year, so we're just waiting and waiting and waiting for when that's going to happen. Uh, hopefully it happens after... The Super Bowl? Well, definitely after next Thursday night. Well, yes, because we've got a special event at Teller's. That's right. You know Teller's, right? I've heard of it, yep. Teller's Chop House in Iceland. It's going to be me, Bill Cower, and Boomer doing a chalk talk. And you can go to tellerschophouse.com. It's right up on the top. There's like a Boomer Esiason Foundation tab that is up there. And uh, this is to benefit the foundation. You can click on that and get your tickets there. So check it out. It'll be a week from tonight. About Coach Cower in Islip, New York. I know. That Think is... about that for a second. Has that... he ever been out that far east? Uh, yeah, he's been out east. Oh, yeah. east. I mean, not oh, you know, I mean, Hamptons. Hamptons. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, not stopped in yeah. between. Yes. I don't think he's stopped in between, no. <laughs> no, he's not bopping around Islip, East Will he Islip. stop to see you when you at your your plaque or whatever after you get inducted into the Suffolk Sports Hall of Fame at MacArthur Airport. I don't think uh, Coach Cowher is going to be leaving from MacArthur at any point. No. I'll send him a picture, though. I'll text him a picture of it. I'll tell you what, he was funny last night. We did one of these chalk talks last night. Chalky McChalk face. Right. And uh, he was hilarious. You know, they asked him, okay, who, are you, who, you know, who do you think is going to make the Super Bowl? And he wouldn't answer. Huh? You know, there's, there's going to be a team from the AFC. Going to be a team from the AFC. You know, it's going to be a good team. Uh, was uh, he putting a couple back last night? Is he had allowed? a few. He had a few. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to do that at this? At this one hundred percent, man. Unfettered. People get to ask questions, whatever they want. Okay. It's going to be great. It's very nice small. Going to be very small and intimate, though. Nice. It's not. Who, it's not a big uh, deal. Who do I invoice for this thing? Uh, you would invoice uh, <laughs> Odyssey. 
<laughs> okay, just making sure. Uh, all right, so we uh, we got Peter Schwartz here. Yeah, I have a favorite Ask a Boomer before oh we get started. Oh, my God. Jesus, so, man. Uh, Jeff Knight is the assistant boys basketball coach at MacArthur High School. And uh, Bradley doesn't play basketball, but he does the public address announcing for the home basketball games. So, wow, he's just obviously, the, the, old block. the connection there <laughs> is that coach uh, Coach's uh, brother, Ryan, is a huge fan of oh, you okay. and the show. He's a truck driver. Oh, nice. And he had a Boomer in jersey. And okay. he asked if you would be nice enough to sign the jersey for Does him. Does he want me to make it out to him personally? Or I didn't want me to just sign it. I didn't get those specific instructions. I'm just going to sign just it. Just sign it. Just you sign never know, it. Because Ryan might want to sell it. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I had point. a note, and it did not have any explicit. Mitchell and Ness, baby. Oh, that's, nice a, that's a good jersey. That's a real jersey. What does that say, yeah. 1989 on that? Is that I what think, it says on the I bottom? I think that's what it says. 1989. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I'll sign it for you. That's very anything nice. Anything else you need? You no, that's it. No, we're good. No, I think we're good. I was just, you know, I, I promised the next time I was in, I was going to get the jersey signed, and there we go. This is the first time I've ever seen you ask Boomer for something that you didn't get personally. This is actually for a friend. This so is for a colleague, yeah. yeah for friend a friend of a colleague. colleague. Does that look good? Yeah, that looks really nice. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank Let's you. Do your job. Thank you. Let's do that. I mean, just be like Bill Belichick and do your job. I'll just be like Billy Giacalone and come in and do the update yesterday. That, that <laughs> is correct. All right, hey, we went deep into the bullpen, baby. This... Brought out the guys to eat some innings. <laughs> Needed arms. Chopping wood. This, uh, this report brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Mike McCarthy staying in Dallas. His fifth season with the Cowboys. Uh, does not get fired after that playoff loss to the Packers. One and three, though. In the three What's going on with years. Philly? Any update on Philly? Nothing on Philly. Apparently, I think they're, I think they're keeping him because they're they're reaching out to coaches. I was I had that in the update. Well, look at this. <laughs> you see, how about that? <laughs> All right. But you I'm said not there was get no to... update with Philly. You said no update with Philly, and well, then you had an update. Well, I was going to get to it after we hear from Fletcher Cox because we don't know yet if the Eagles are sticking with Nick Sirianni. Fletcher Cox wants no part of any Sirianni must go talk. We'll get to talk about it, man. This man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won 10-plus games two years in a row that's took his organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. Thank yeah. you, Fletcher Cox. There you go. Now, <laughs> Uh-oh. What? What? Uh-huh. What? What? Oh. Breaking news. We've got our national anthem singer. Reba McIntyre. Whoa. We'll be doing the national. And wow. Eddie did what Mirage does to me in the afternoon when I'm listening. I hear the <laughs> glass break and I think something cool's happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I thought I thought there was going to be Bill Belichick with the Falcons. That's what I thought. Reba McIntyre. I mean, she's had a great career and everything, but that's not exciting at all for Vegas. Doesn't she have a Vegas tie-in or something? They could have gotten Wayne Newton. <laughs> I believe he's passed. He's Wayne dead. Newton passed away? Are you sure about that? What about Tom Jones? Did Tom Jones Tom die? Jones, he's alive. You sure about that? Oh, Wayne Newton's alive. He's 81. <laughs> I mean, God. Tom I, scared I was going to be like, going, stupid again there. We're going to go dead, not dead? Is that what we're going to do now? Oh, Tom Jones also alive. alive. Yes. Yeah. Still performing, I believe. Man. Should have gotten one of those guys, right? That's one Vegas. Well, like, you know. Britney Spears does the residency in Vegas. Have you seen? Have you? No, I don't think she no, does no, that anymore. No, 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 no. she is. Awful. Celine Dion. 
She's no, having no, her no, issues too. Yeah, man, you were you are not really. Uh, you knew Wayne Newton was alive, but yeah. there's other pop why, stuff why you're not, not on. Taylor Swift is going to be there. Why not Taylor Swift? Mm. Okay, she's going to be sing. there. That's is there enough I'm money to get her to do that? Doesn't have to get any money. She should just do it as a uh, an ode to the NFL fans and the Kansas City Chief fans and her love for Travis. But they've been trying to get her to do halftime for a, a long time. Yeah, and she says no. Should have well, been Ariana Grande singing the national anthem. She's got a great voice, and she also. Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, I don't want her doing. It. You can only screw up the national anthem. That's what I think. You know what? Someone told me that uh, uh, Jordan Davis said, "I don't like doing national anthems because if you do it well, nobody remembers it." How about last year's national anthem? I don't remember it. Chris Stapleton, you do remember? Oh, it. that's right. Yeah, well, it he's was great. Awesome. Yeah, he's great. And, but that's like uh, the best boy, voice. Your there boy is. Nick Sariani was crying during it. I do remember that. And you'd be crying during it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not knocking. Like I'm, I don't know why I'm not knocking. I remember being at a Super Bowl where. Um, Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton did the national anthem. They got divorced. And then they probably got divorced. Yeah, right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Reba McIntyre. Hmm. By the way, who was the uh, ESPN, former ESPN announcer that fell out of his RV on the highway yesterday? Yeah, I never heard of that guy. Fell out of his RV? I did not yeah, see Yeah, his this. wife fell asleep at the, uh, the wheel as he was getting up to go to the bathroom in the back of the RV. Likely story. <laughs> and then uh, realized that the car was swerving. Now, nobody got hurt, thank God. I don't thank think he's God. hurt. I think he's okay. Yeah, much to the wife's chagrin. That's what you got to wonder. Like, did the yeah. wife, I don't know, kick him out or something? I mean, I don't know how he fell out of the <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> America the Beautiful is going to be performed by Post, Post Malone. Malone. <laughs> Come on. This is the most bizarre. What? You could have given me 10,000 guesses. I would have never came up with Reba McIntyre and Post Malone. <laughs> I mean, well, Post Malone to reach out doing to America. Shell shocked by this. Wow. I hope they love America. I'm, I'm sure you they know, do if they're singing this. You stuff. would think so. Oh, they're trying to reach yeah. out a, to a broad-based audience. Yeah, so the, this guy, it says a former ESPN sportscaster. I'd never heard of this guy. I know Eddie watches... ESPN all the time. What's the name? Cordell Patrick. I never heard of him. Yeah, never me neither. Okay. He probably did like one sports center. Kind of like Billy Jackalone. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This, this, this smells fishy to me, this whole situation. Yeah. And he said he was going up because they were driving in an RV. He was getting up to go to the bathroom, I guess, in the back, of course, in the back of the RV. And then the wife fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, and then she came out of the vehicle with a football helmet on. <laughs> I don't know what happened. This is crazy. Uh, uh, so there is a report, a new report, that Sirianni and GM Howie Roseman will work together to reach out to available NFL coaches well, there you go. and he coordinators. Anywhere, then. So he's probably to sticking To find around. his replacement? That's weird. The... Uh, <laughs> The Patriots formally introduced new head coach Gerard Mayo. He said he is not Bill Belichick. As we evaluate the players, the scheme, and things like that, I think you have to evaluate the culture and evaluate how the pieces fit. I will say this, like my, my philosophy, I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I just don't. I want people who are going to be honest and open and then hopefully come together and make a sound decision. See, I cut and paste the wrong slug there. I meant to say he talked about the culture he wanted to develop. I wasn't listening yeah. anyway, so I know. It's fine. You, ne you never do, unless I'm making a mistake or <laughs> some kind of stupid <laughs> remark. 
Uh, the Chiefs visit the... Your mouth to God's yeah. lips. That's it. There you go. Just like, okay. Possible moment of the day, though. You never know. Yeah. The Chiefs well, visit the... Of course, course it's going to be moment of the day. <laughs> always makes you moment of the day. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, people have been asking for it. <laughs> people. This is what we go. People have been asking for it. You are just so... Your life is so warped by that X yes. and the responses to it. God. One person asking for something and you just jump through hoops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to stop deleting tweets. I'm just going to Block people that make a stupid remark. Just back. mute them. Don't block them. Yeah, just mean, mute them. I mean, or I know you were angry that I deleted it. the uh, the sandwich tweet from. Yeah, the you know, that was ridiculous that you deleted that. I mean, so what, man? You know, just put it out there because that's what. Then, then they win. Yeah. Peter, then they win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like these sessions with you because you kind of like show the light. But, yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Yeah, you wait, should wait, be it's... showing me the light. You're, you're like what, 10, 15 years older than me, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I you think, should be showing me the light. I think these updates turn into therapy sessions for you. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you feel that? Yeah, but I mean, I feel, you know, Peter... Can I make I hate, an appointment for tomorrow? <laughs> you know how I always talk about how Peter is just, he's got this happy attitude about life and simple and he enjoys it. And I'm, I'm jealous of the fact that his brain works in that way. So what annoys me is the fact that somebody could say something on on social media that knocks him out of that mentality like that's that sucks man like you are who you are you put your stuff out there this is the way you lived your life you were a very happy guy with a great family and everything else and then you're gonna sit there and spend any point of your day worrying about what somebody said about the the sandwich you got insulted you know i don't mind if somebody disagrees with something that i say or do i just no need to be insulted you know it's online bullying peter and you can't let it get to you but peter you're playing in the arena now right you're here you're someone who's in the arena Mm -hmm. when you're on this show you get more attention it comes with it you know yeah, it just it it stinks sometimes because ninety nine percent of the reaction is positive. Like you know, if I'm at an Islanders game, I'm walking through the concourse, people, people recognize you. me they and they say Peter hello. Schwartz. But you got the occasional jackass on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, and it's called X. I, I understand, but I can still call it Twitter. All right, but so, don't worry about that jackass. Yeah, right. I know that's what we're saying, man. Why waste your time? Who doesn't? What do you care? You Peter Schwartz. Yeah, well, you're a star. Uh, Ryan is in Massapequa. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, Gio Booms, what's up, boys? What's up? Hey, Booms, I didn't get the jersey yet, but I just wanted to call in. And, uh, thank you for getting uh, signing that jersey for me, buddy. Is this Roy Ryan? This is Ryan. Oh, yeah. it is Ryan. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. Ryan. Thank you very much for... Yeah, uh, we, got, we got a kiss-ass spot here. To <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely a kiss-ass yeah, spot. Definitely. And, uh, so you're a truck driver, Ryan? Yeah, I opened my own trucking company. I travel all over, like Chicago area. I listen to you guys every day. It makes me feel like I'm at home, so it's great. That's Thanks awesome. Thank you guys. Awesome. Love, love to hear that yes. and uh, enjoy the jersey. Anything else we can do for you while you're on the line? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll ask Peter Schwartz. He seems to have a lot of pull. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, just, I also want to ask one other question. What is in it for Peter Schwartz? Uh, a handshake and a thank you. All right. Yeah, okay. That's fine. That's good. Oh, this I thought Peter, you're maturing. For, I thought yeah. maybe a dinner for four at Chili's or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll Ryan. Good stuff, some, man. I'll take him out for some veal cutlet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ryan, Fake thanks chicken. for calling, yes. man. Uh, be safe out there driving. Yeah. We appreciate you listening every day. Uh, so you now know what veal is. Yes, we've we've established. Yeah, we've that. established that. And you know, right as that was happening, so I'm very good friends with one of the uh, the big wigs at UBS that handles the the concessions and the food and the beverage. And he texted me right off the bat. Next time they ask you a food question, just text me and I'll give you the answer to it. (laughs) 
So, Anthony Kleiman from UBS Arena, I will be, you are now my lifeline. There you go. Churro stick? Like a long churro stick? Yeah. Yeah. There's some free food coming your way again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could have texted any adult and they would have known the answers to those food questions, Peter. Yeah. You're the only one who didn't know what veal was. You could have texted Bradley. He would have told you. Yeah. He's probably as dumb as I am. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, God, Peter. Been killing poor Bradley all morning. Yes. Uh, Zach is in Connecticut. What's going on, Zach? Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the show. Thanks, Thanks man. Zach. What's going on? So I just wanted to talk to Peter. So he ended up blocking me on X. And the reason why is because he posted a video of his family getting a new car. And I responded saying, Boomer, pay for my whole car, just like, you know, as a joke. And yeah. he didn't respond. And then later on, I was listening to your guys' show, and you were talking about a Peter tweet. I'm looking for him. I can't find him. I'm like, what the heck? So... I go on another account, and I'm blocked. Wow, Peter. Um, Peter. I may have done that accidentally. I, if, it was not in, if it was not insulting, then I, I that was a mistake on my part. Well, well, here's the thing. like, It was sarcastic and meant to be a joke, but if, if it's over text and you can't read it, I could see why you would see it was insulting, but... Wow, see, Peter, all right. this, well, is, this all right. is the real guy right yes. here. So if that you, you wanna... thought was insulting you, here he is, yeah. a big listener of the show, go. likes you, wants yeah. to see the Peter Schwartz tweet, and, okay. you're, and you're in your own head blocking these guys. This is It's warped. It's all warped. So I tell you what, why don't you give give Al your, your uh, ex-Twitter handle, and I'll go unblock you after the update. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. Have a good day, guys. There you go. All right, great. See, that's nice. I feel good about that. See, I feel better now. Yeah. I feel bad that I blocked him, but I, I, you know, if I was sifting through everything and something came up insulting or, you know, antagonistic, <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking any of the blame on this. <laughs> you are just... It's amazing. Yes. It really is amazing. I just... Uh, one day, I just want to... Maybe, maybe we went to one hour once the new program director has <laughs> been hired right. from 24. Hey, uh, did Knicks win last night? Knicks won, Nets lose, Devils lose. All right. All right, very there good, go. Peter. Thank you. Uh, we will see you next hour. Yes. With a moment very self-serving moment of the day. <laughs> it's Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Built Ford Tough Studio. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Yeah, I got to tell you, we've got some nice guests here today and... Uh, I offered them, you know, would they like some coffee? Yeah. Uh, we got Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I was going to go back in the back. They, were, they said, no, they had their coffee with them already. So I went back there. Mm-hmm. And you know how you walk back that hallway? And that's where the bathrooms are? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the men's bathroom door is open, like to the whatever. Yeah. And there is a foul odor yeah. that is emanating from the men's bathroom. Yeah, tough spot. And as I was walking, there's two people that it could be. You've narrowed it down to two employees? Yes. And I think you confirmed one of those employees for me. Okay. (laughs) One is, it's either Brandon. Brandon Tierney. Or the short little engineer guy. Yeah, definitely not him. It's Brandon. Brandon loves duping at work, and he's proud of it. And he makes, he's been known to make noises back there, like of... Like peacocking, if you will. You know, like he's... It is go time! Yeah, right. He'd be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Damn. Uh-huh. 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 That's how my bowels work. Yeah. Yeah. He does stuff like that. So he gets real, gets real filled with testosterone. He does. In everything that he does. But I've heard that. I have not experienced that myself, but I've been told that. Then when he's he's in there duping, he's real proud of it. He I mean, loves but it. It, was a, it, was a, it was a strong... 
kind of lingering odor. It's kind of like that fog during that field hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> it is go time! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'd be willing to put my money on. On BT I think we got to address that with him. <laughs> okay, maybe in the break we'll go find him and okay. see what's up. Uh... <laughs> All right. So um, we're getting more snow tomorrow. Okay. At about one to three inches. And I was talking to Sabrina yesterday, my five-year-old. She's five years old. And she goes, is the snow going to melt? And I said, hopefully. And she goes, Why? I said, well, snow is fun for kids. I said, snow is not as fun for daddy. She goes, well, why is that? I said, well, daddy has to go and shovel the snow and clean it up. Daddy has to drive to work in the snow. And she goes, clean it up, shovel. She goes, do girls do that? <laughs> and yes. I said, I said, yes, sometimes they do. But in, in this household, that's, that's, that's my job. And she goes, well, I'm going to make Nico do that. And I said, who? Who's Nico? Her boyfriend, apparently, <laughs> in her kindergarten class. Here we go. Okay. So she tells me she's making Nico shovel the snow when they're married and homeowners. At five goddamn years old. This is what she's telling me. She learned from mom. Yeah. yeah. You better be putting some money away, Biggs. Oh, my God. Where's that wedding going to be? Bellport Country Club? or? <laughs> Sable Country Club, the, the Portly Village. <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. It'll be on the, the uh, yeah, right at the West Sable Country Course. Yes. They'll get married outside <laughs> on the ninth tee. Okay, and then we'll walk across the street. <laughs> Maybe get some snacks at the Valero, and then over to the Portly Villager for the uh, ceremony. And the, uh, but I, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, so I was like, well, what else are you going to make Nico do? She goes, I'll take out the garbage. <laughs> she's learning. She's watching and learning, and she's taking all of this stuff in, and she's regurgitating it to you. Yeah, I know. So I was like, you know what, Sabrina? We got to get some chores going now, like some serious chores. Exactly. I said, you know, and then you can you can earn some some money, and you can do that. But, like, I didn't think, I felt like it was a little bit young for her to, like, have, like, a list of things to do. Like, I always say clean up after you mess, stuff like that. But, like, I'm thinking now, after she's going, I'm making Nico shovel the snow and take the garbage out, that we got we to gotta stop this now. Mm. We, we got to <laughs> stop this thing from rolling down the hill because this could be an avalanche at I, some point. It, well, oh, that poor Nico. Uh, poor Nico has no yes. idea what the hell he's getting into. Yes. I mean, like, I'm sure Nico's a nice, a nice young man, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's great. Yeah. You know? But Nico. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's just, I, I, I can't even imagine. Like, I know you talk about, you know, when Sydney brought Matt home and the Ranger thing and everything else. And it's, but like, I, like, I can't even fathom that part of their lives right now. I'm like deathly afraid of all of that. Like, like, uh, my daughter's dating some loser showing up at the door, like a, you know, like looking like a goth or something. Like, yes. A, like, I have these horrible, now, I, I'm hopefully, you you raise them to the point where they make good decisions. They make good decisions, yes. but that's the whole you know. But I just ugh. you guys are involved in their lives every step in the way. She'll make a good decision. You'll like who she brings home. That's no matter who it is, it'll be fine. Yeah, but just I, you know, this is this is the great time. This is she still thinks Daddy's a hero right now. Yeah, right. And, and then, then she gets a, like thirteen, fourteen. And then Daddy's the a hole. Oh God, yeah. well, mommy, the mommy's pit. the biggest. A-hole. Problem, and then and then, and then you really 
<clears throat> okay. Uh, that'll be nice. That's when they become aliens. <laughs> and the world revolves around everything that they do. Yeah. Just get ready for it. That's all. Should I go have a talk with this Nico? Should I go find him? Nah, not him yet. You're, nah, he seems like a good kid. You don't want to... He's that five, up. you know? What are you going to say to him? Listen, don't do whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, listen, we got we to gotta team up together. You got to take charge Marge on your hand there. Yeah. I want to say, like, listen, Nico, we got to team up together here. She's got to learn how to do some stuff on her own. So if she's bossing you around and telling you to go get her crayons and stuff or whatever the hell you guys do... You tell her you got a tea time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing you can tell. I got golf. I got golf lessons. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do the simulator. Right, exactly. Yeah, me and uh, that would that would blow Sabrina's mind. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go take Nico over to the golf simulator today. <laughs> we're going to hit some balls. <laughs> Make sure I get in there. I mean, like, I, I, they have they've got crushes at five years old. I don't remember having a crush in kindergarten. I did in kindergarten. Yep. I, I mean, maybe I, I remember like second grade, maybe. Remember my sister Robin buying me uh, a necklace from Janelle's Five and Ten on Main Street in East Islip, and I brought it in for Valentine's Day in kindergarten. I think it was kindergarten. Oh yeah. my god! It was for Cindy. For Cindy. Cindy. Oh, yeah. well, that's. I nice. still remember her last name. I don't want to throw it out there though, but I still remember. <laughs> you remember your kindergarten crush's name? Yes. That is incredible. She must have had a major impact on you. Uh, I, I I guess so. I'm not sure. It was probably your first real crush, so maybe that's what it was. Think of me as Nico. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, listen, if Nico I mean, listen, turns out like you, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I'm saying Nico has this very adorable young girl. Yeah. You know, I mean, what what are you supposed to do? Uh, quickly, Mac in Livingston. What's going on, Mac? <clears throat> hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? Hey, I just want to let you know that after five or six, they start to think boys are totally disgusting and icky. Good. So you don't have to worry about anything there. But like Boomer said, once they get to 13 or 14, uh, things change. Mine just turned 13 and yeah. thinks I'm the dumbest, dumbest person in the world. I can't do anything right. I'm an idiot. All I am is a driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's, and I've heard so many of these, Mac. And thanks. And then the only problem is it's not them individually, it's them collectively. So now they're at the age of thirteen and now they're all hanging out together. Right. And they just they just keep feeding each other all the different drama. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And they, they're in a in a pack, they have their friends, and one of their friends is having a tough time over something, and then they all get involved in that, and then some friend says, you know, what about this on the internet? Did you see that? Then they all go and see that. Right. Oh, by the way, have you had a vodka yet? You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of like how it goes. I mean, it's hit or miss. Yeah, I know what you're saying, you know what man. I do. And I, I moved into uh, Sable, and a lot of the guys in my neighborhood, you know, are just a few years older than me, and they've got daughters that are around that age. And every one of them says the same exact thing that you told me about Sydney. Same exact thing. And one guy said to me, it broke my heart. It was like, oh, man, you know, my daughter used to be my best friend, and now she doesn't even look at me. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Say, my, my daughter still is one of my best friends because she's the one that says, Dad, you need to go on a bone broth diet. Yeah. Like she sends me diet and stuff and stuff right, for my yeah, skin. Right, yeah, your IV and all that. And all that stuff no. for my skin and everything. She's worried about how I'm looking, I guess. Tim in Queens. What's going on, Tim? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Uh, Gio, you should take you should take Nico out to that simulator to get to know him because I wound up marrying my kindergarten crush. Get out of here! Are you serious? Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you like? Did you end up dating all the way from like five years old to, to whenever you got married? We we dated in third grade finally, and then she dumped me for the new kid from Texas that moved to town. And then we wound up. She moved to Connecticut in fifth grade, and then we reconnected after we all graduated from college. Wow! Wow! Well, that was wow. meant to be. And man, been married. I don't know, twelve years now. That's a that's a soulmate. Do you hate her yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I think you might be listening. <laughs> Tim, that's a great story, man. Yes. That is awesome. I mean, that is, uh, that, that's meant to be, that's a soulmate spot right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, anyway, so some of these things turn out good. And Nico, I'm sure, is fine. I mean, you can't be that bad as a five-year-old, could you? I mean, I mean, you know, no. It sounds like that uh, Sabrina's handling things perfectly. She's kind of directing him in which way to go. And like a nice young man, he's being very compliant. I'm going to make Nico shovel the snow and take <laughs> out the garbage. God, it's incredible. She wants to buy a house. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 